Entertainment, RJL Tigglesworth, and I'm not your search. If you want to contact us, info at freedomwithintherapy.com, Twitter at vet underscore therapist, and Facebook at Freedom Within LLC. Mike and I are so glad you joined us today for this episode of Talking with Tigglesworth. You have a good day now, yo. Well, hello there, today. It's a fabulous day on Tuesday, the 13th of October here in Louisiana. And if you've been following this podcast for the past eight eight times we've done this now, you will know that this is the session number nine. Better be tough, right? Everything's in sessions with me. As well as you would know that we have had three hurricanes since we started this podcast. Therefore, another hurricane has passed over the weekend, and we are, again, safe. I want to send out our thoughts and our prayers again to Lake Charles. Unfortunately, this new hurricane has taken the same route just about as the the past one did, and um, it's caused some more damage. I guess if you want to see a silver lining, if there is one, is that it went through already damaged areas that were no longer uh, being habitated by it yet because people haven't come back to their houses. A lot of people haven't. Therefore, it didn't do as much damage, and it was moving a little faster. So it didn't do as much damage as as we thought it would. Um, so that's good, right? It's bad for the people dealing with it, and they're going to get back to their lives soon, hopefully. Some of them are still in hotels over here in New Orleans area. Hopefully they get back to their lives, and this would be the last one of the season, hopefully. There's a few things in the Gulf, well, in the, the Gulf towards the south. It doesn't look like those things are going to develop, though come to us. So I didn't do the podcast over the weekend. We had baseball. We had a one-day tournament. Teams coming together. So they're, they team looked better than they did the previous week. And hopefully next weekend, this weekend coming up, they will look better than they did last weekend. So today's topics, we're going to talk about transitioning. Transitioning was given to me by someone that I talked to on a regular basis um, in, in a therapy sense. This person said, I listen to your podcast, and one of the things that I still struggle with is transitioning from the military. So I said, okay, I'll talk about it. I have a lot of experience with transitions, have a lot of experience with military transitioning, have a lot of experience helping veterans transition from the military to civilian life. So we're going to talk about it. As we always start with, though, self-care. I had somebody else tell me. I love your self-care routine, keeping it going in the podcast because self-care is very important. And as you know, I agree. So self-care for me this week was fishing a little bit and going to baseball, sitting out there watching my son play and watching his teammates play. That was good self-care. And we had off on Sunday. So we only had a one-day tournament this week, which was Sunday was a good day. To just hang out. The humidity is very low in Louisiana right now, and the the cool fronts are moving in. So self care was just kind of hanging out with family, um, cooking. I love to cook. If you know me, 
you know, I can cook really good and I can eat really good too, but I can cook really good. So that's been my self-care this week. Now, I would ask you, what was your self-care? And I'd really be interested to hear about it. If you want to email me at info at freedomwithintherapy.com, or if you want to tweet me at vet underscore therapist, or if you want to go to Freedom Within Therapy on Facebook, you can tell me about it. I'm going to be optimistic and say somebody's going to tell me about that self-care routine. Although I haven't gotten many emails this week. I haven't gotten any emails about veterans businesses either towards the end of this show. So I'm going to promote mine again when it comes to that time. I'm always interested to hear about you, though. Whoever you are, I'm interested to hear about you. So like I said, reach out to us, email us, tweet us, Facebook us, however you want to get in touch with us. And I'd be interested to talk with you. So I hope that you can share this with anyone who is dealing with this right now. If you are a veteran and you know people struggling with their transition, if you have struggled with your transition from the military, or if you know people getting out now or getting out in the next year or so, share this with them so they can learn and maybe even ask questions of me if they need help with their transition. So transition is a, is a, is a big thing and it's a big worry for many people. And I know when I was in, I got out in 08. I remember when I was in, the transition process was fairly quick. We went to TAPS. We got the briefings. We got the signatures. And we kind of went about our way, right? And I think they have changed it a little bit since then. But now there's all kinds of other organizations involved as well to help you with your transition if you need that help. What is scary about the transition process for many people is the unknown, the structure is so important in the military. The structure of knowing when you wake up, knowing when you have to be at work call, knowing when you got to be at PT, knowing when lunch is, knowing ahead what the mission is going to be for the most part, looking at the training schedule, saying, this is what we got going on this week. Yeah, there may be little things that change here and there, and there may be some uncertainties a lot of times, and there's a lot of hurry up and wait, right? Hurry up, get here, wait three hours to do something. It's pretty predictable. And that becomes comforting to people. You know that you got to work out because your job depends on it. Your life depends on it. Your promotions depend on it. You have to work out. You know you have to perform. You have to have your, your uniform together. You have to have your boots. Well, not anymore. You're wearing your, 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 your desert boots. So you probably you just got to brush them off a little bit. Um, when we were in, we had to have our boots shine still until we got the ACU uniform. But you know exactly what to expect, when to expect it, and who to expect it from. And in the civilian world, it's not always like that. There's a lot of vague ideas out there for jobs. There's a lot of uncertainty about how do you even apply for a job. There's a lot of uncertainty of can you translate your skills so that the average civilian hiring authority can understand those skills. And... There's a lot of companies out there that want to tell you, hey, we'll help you do this. Give us your credit card, right? And some of them may be very valid. Some of them are garbage. And I'll be honest with you. There's a lot of them that are garbage. There's a lot of them that, that want to hang their hat on this. We can help you transition successfully and we're only going to charge you this much money. You know, basically they're staffing agencies that want to say that they specialize in military transitions, but they're still staffing agencies. So. There's a lot of agencies out there that are really helping with things like that, though. And the one that I worked for, 
uh, was Goodwill. And when you think of Goodwill, you think of the clothes, right? Give Donate my, my old shoes, my old boots, my old pants, shirts. But they've done a lot more than that. So the, the programs that they have there, they have this program that I used to be involved with called Operation Good Jobs. And I think they're still around the country. And when you go to a program like that, or you go to a program like the Wounded Warriors have uh, Warriors to Work, those type of programs work together. And they can help you to hone in your skills and they can help you to create the resume, practice the interviews. But before we even get to that point, right, we have to know how do we even transition successfully. And transitioning successfully is, 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 is multifaceted. Transitioning successfully, successfully means getting all your stuff together before you even get out of the military, making sure you, you get to your appointments, making sure you have your health records together so that you can do your VA claims if you need to, ensuring that you have your certificates in order, ensuring you have your uh, everything that's going to go in your DD-214 together, ensuring that you know where you want to be, getting some of those trainings while you're still in so that you don't have to pay for them once you get out. Trying to get your project management cert if, that, if that's what's on your, on your to-do list or asking questions of other people that are getting out, what are they interested in doing and what are they doing to make, to make that happen? Um, developing your LinkedIn profiles, developing your network, and not just going on LinkedIn and getting, getting 8,000 people to, to follow you because they're not going to always help you out, right? People say, follow me. It's like Twitter. Follow me and I'll follow you. Yeah, it's for numbers. But what are those networks doing for you? And I, I found the best way to do this is to go to those networking events. The military has been really good at in developing these networking events with local local companies. And so when I was transitioning out of Fort Lewis and I was running that program at the Goodwill over in Tacoma, I was working with JDLM often. And we were putting on these networking events on a monthly basis. And we would hold these networking events at uh, the NCO club. We would hold these networking events at a local casino. We was holding these networking events at different areas around the, around the area so that vets in transitioning uh, service members who were going to become vets were able to get there and getting the buy-in from the from the military um, leadership that they can allow them there as part of their duty day that was successful and a lot of veterans out of Fort Lewis have successfully transitioned and have successfully transitioned and doing well now I don't know the exact numbers I haven't looked it up but I do know that a veteran that that goes into employment promotes faster than their civilian counterpart on average, they, they promote, I believe it's like two to three times faster on average than, than their civilian counterpart. But those are the ones who become prepared. Those are the ones who are not afraid to take the risk, right? But what happens if you can't transition? What happens if you have medical issues that causes you not to be able to get a new job? What happens if you have um, family stress that that is hard to transition or you have some kind of mental health issue, PTSD, anxiety, depression, that all comes out in the military and that impacts your ability to transition. So in those cases, ensuring that you are getting the help that you need, becoming familiar with what the healthcare can offer you, becoming familiar with going to therapy and being open and honest about your issues in order to, to order in order to get get over them or to, to work through them. Because most people with PTSD, 
they can still work. They can still uh, do what it takes to take care of themselves. Uh, they have to take extra precautions and sometimes they have to take different meds or, or if they can learn to control their outbursts or their, they can learn to have better sleep hygiene, they can control that. So uh, I'm not saying everyone can, but the majority of people that have PTSD do still have to work because of the fact that the military, you're not 100% and you're, you're not going to have enough money to survive if you don't. So not being afraid to get those training certificates and not being afraid to get those those post-education requirements done is going to help you to, to to transition successfully. So I wish I had some specific questions right now about transitioning, but some of the ones that we would get when I worked at the Goodwill would be, well, how do I even get a suit, right? I don't have money. Like I'm getting out the military. I'm trying to save up my money to pay off the bills, but yet I have credit card debt. Um, there's organizations out there that can help you with that. There's another organization in Washington that was called, and I'm sure they have them a bunch of places around the country, uh, similar. It's like boots to shoes, um, where they would help you to not only get a mentor, but they would help you to get clothing and suits and, and, and a proper outfit to go on interviews. But it's not it's a, it's being it's not being afraid to to ask for those to ask for those outlets in order to to be successful. And what a lot of vets do when they get out is that they are afraid to use the resources. They don't want to look needy or look weak or whatever the case might be. At the same time, you need them, right? And the military has to do a better job of transitioning service members to civilian life because we all know that there's a buildup from when you get in the military to when you go to basic training and you do AIT or whatever your technical school is, and then you get to your unit. There's a buildup there. There's a there's a three, six, nine, ten month, a year, two years sometimes buildup to that. There's not always a build a build down. There's not always a tear down of the military person to bring them back to the civilian mindset. And so we have to utilize the resources that are out there. And so when you call organizations like the Wounded Warrior Project or or certain Goodwills, because not every Goodwill has these type of programs, but they're all around the country. Calling these programs, calling the programs, like the DAV may have some programs for that. Uh, American Legion can help you with your, your claims or the Disabled Veterans of America can help with your claims. Um, the, the VFW can help with your claims. Things like that. Wounded Warrior Project can help you with your claims as well. So, and I, and I don't work for the Wounded Warrior Project at all. I mean, to be completely transparent, transparent with you, I, I do contract with them at times to go do these project odysseys where they help vets to get a retreat and we do some uh, therapy for PTSD, anxiety, um, where we help them transition back into the world. I do contract with them at times, but um, I'm, I, I own my own practice. So I don't work for anyone other than myself. But I'm not afraid to, to recognize successful programs when they're out there, right? And and that's the problem is that not all these programs are able to get on base. Not, like, not all these programs are able to get in front of the veteran. And so if you're listening to this and you are transitioning or you know someone transitioning, send them this. That way they can learn about some of these programs. Um, utilize programs like the United Way, where they can help you find out anything in the community, the, the, the 2 one and the 411, right? They can help you with 
anything in the community to to figure out what it is that you want to do. Don't be afraid to talk to your career counselor. You know, hopefully that they're knowledgeable about um, what's out there in the civilian world. And so you can talk to them and maybe they can help you out. And then they're going to try to recruit you back in probably because that's what they, they get rated on is getting you back in. Uh, but not don't be afraid to go to TAP, go to SF, SFLL TAP, I think it's called now, and talk with them about what are the options out there. Not being afraid to, to document all your medical care because you're going to need that once you get out. That's important for you as well. So transitioning is as much of a job as getting in the military and taking every opportunity you can take when you're given it in the military to get out and transition. So if they give you a, a six month window to transition, use every day of that to work on something. Don't just go sit home and, and play Fortnite because you finished clearing for the day or you finished a briefing for the day. And now you want to go back to your room or go back to your house and play Fortnite. You know, use that time to to look up education requirements for jobs. Use that time to network with people on on LinkedIn or to find other networks to to network with people. Use that job to go do informational interviews and to go talk to uh, employers. Even if you're not interested in working for that specific employer, use that time to go talk to an employer to find out what they look for in a resume, what they look for in a, a CV what they look for in an interview process and what kind of questions do they, are they wanting to answer. Um, use that time to educate yourself about what are the stigmas that they put out there for military. So if you have, you think it's cool to put on your resume, you know, 1500 missions and, and uh, three confirmed kills and, and all this other stuff. Well, civilians don't want to hear that shit. That's not cool to them, right? They're not going to care. They don't, they're going to think that you're off your rocker and they're going to think that that you're going to be a liability to their business. Civilian jobs look at liability as a big consideration in hiring. They may not say this because it can be discriminatory, but they look at the appearance. They look at how much are you going to cost them in health insurance, right? If you, if you are severely unhealthy, they're going to say, especially for higher up positions, especially for like C-level positions, executive level positions, they're going to look at you and say, well, this person is going to cost us this much money in, in medical. This person is going to cost us this much money in medical. And while this person has military experience, they seem like it, it, it may be a harder transition for them. So we're going to go ahead and go with this other person. That happens. If you don't, if you don't think it happens, then um, whoever's telling you this is... is is either uninformed or they're lying to you. It happens. Believe me, I've seen it happen. It happens. So you have to know how to present. And presenting to a civilian audience, one who has not had military experience, is a lot different than presenting to a veteran who is hiring, who does have the understanding and the background that you may have as well. And also, just because a veteran is hiring they may not have the full understanding of your particular skill set. For example, if someone who is a veteran who is hiring and they are hiring as, uh, say their MOS was uh, a Fox, right? Uh, uh, 88 Mike or 77 Fox, you know, they drove fuel trucks or they drove, uh, trans they were in transportation corps. 
and um, and and that's what I did actually. So I I was an eighty eight Mike, and then I became uh, I became seventy seven Fox qualified, and then so I drove fuel truck. If I'm interviewing you and you're Intel, right, and I don't understand all the lingo of Intel, just because I was in the military doesn't mean I know everything about the military. So you have to still learn to describe that in a way that I would understand it, or that any other civilian could understand it, because. It may not make sense to them um, just as much as them describing their processes may not make sense to you until you learn about them. When you're going through your transition process, if that's where you're at right now, or if you already have transitioned, learning the lingo of, of a specific career path is, is vital. And not just knowing the acronyms, but knowing how they interact with that particular company is important. So doing your research for that company is very important. Ensuring that you know why you want to work at this company, not because I need a job. If you want to, if you want to do that, you know, you're going to go work at just a a regular job. But if you want to have a successful transition and you want to have a career built after this, then you have to, you have to know the lingo. And it takes education. And that's one thing that I've noticed when working with people that are transitioning is that they don't always take the time to educate themselves about what they want to do because they're so used to kind of being thrown in the fire with it and figuring it out. And yeah, military is good at that. They're really good at being thrown in the fire and figuring it out if the job allows for that. But sometimes they want you to come on board with with an understanding or a knowledge base. And and you have to take the time before you even get to that point in order to learn that. So using all your resources available, that's that's just the important piece that I'm trying to hit on today and trying to talk about today. Um, Being vulnerable. You're going to be vulnerable at this time. You're going to be vulnerable during this transition process. There's going to be times where you're going through school or you're trying to switch jobs and you're just going to be uncertain about it. You're going to be like, I don't know why am I doing this? I should just give up. I should just go back in the military. It's easier. And sometimes people do that. Sometimes they see getting out is too hard. So they stay in or they go back in and and that's fine. We need people in the military. However, there's a reason that you decided to get out in the first place. So I want you to examine that reason and to look at, is this a confidence issue that you just don't think that you can handle it or you don't think that you can perform it? Because you've learned every skill in the military you you didn't know before you got to that point. So obviously you're capable of learning. You're capable of doing things that you've never done before. And that's all this is is transitioning back to the civilian world. You've never done that before. You've never had to come back and relearn everything after you were trained to kind of forget a lot of things and then reload with military information. So it's going to be a vulnerable time in your life. And if you can identify your resources, your family, your friends, your networks, your professional networks, your community networks, maybe your church, whatever you find strength in, Utilize those resources, your education programs, becoming familiar with what your benefits are, your GI Bill, your voc rehab, your 
your post 9-11, becoming familiar with those benefits and, and what they entitle you to, being familiar with what your state entitles you to. So here in Louisiana, when you get 50% compensation from the VA, uh, there, it opens up the door for all kinds of stuff from, from free registration on your vehicle to free state parks and free fishing license and hunting license and, and everything like that. So just learning all those things in your own state is going to help you as well. And it will help you with your self-care because if you know that you can go to state parks for free, why not go and spend the day there, especially when you're having, you know, stressed out moments. Um, but it's this vulnerability that, that keeps you there. And it kind of reminds me of this time um, about a year, year and a half ago. So almost two years ago now, um, I was getting ready to go fishing and, and I was loading up the poles. And this was before I got my boat. And I was loading up the poles and I was loading up the, the ice chest. And I was going to practice some self-care with my, with my son. And the day was off to a great start. And I, all I had to do was get ready. I had to get the truck and head out. I had to go stop and get some ice and some bait. And, and when I got to the shop to grab some bait and to grab some ice and some drinks, I noticed that my, uh, my tailgate was open and the, the, all my stuff was gone. But I didn't notice it until, until I came back out the store. So I didn't notice that my tailgate was open. I think somebody opened it when I was in the store. And, and that made me feel really vulnerable. Um, when I asked them to check the cameras, three, four days later, they finally checked the cameras and they claimed that um, my tailgate was open when I pulled in. But in those moments, I felt vulnerable. I felt like someone's taking something from me and my son and we were trying to go go fishing. And so that vulnerability just hits you right there. And that's how it is when, when, when you're trying to do something new, you're trying to go for a job interview and you just feel unprepared. At that moment, when, when I got out the store and had the ice in my hand, I had the bait in my hand, and then I go to the back of the truck and there's no more tackle box and one of my fishing poles is missing. I just felt unprepared now. I was like, well, how am I going to go fishing now? I got to go buy a new pole and, and restring everything up. And so we didn't, we didn't go fishing that day, but it, it was that vulnerability. And that's what I want you to, to picture in your life right now is, the vulnerability that you have when you're thinking of transitioning, or even if you've already transitioned, the moments that you feel the most vulnerable, it's probably because you feel unprepared. And it's probably because you feel, well, unprepared is the best word for it. It's, it's probably because you feel unprepared and you don't have the tools that you need to, to accomplish whatever that position is or whatever that job is. And that's part of the human condition, right? The human condition is, is, it's so interesting. And, and that's why I enjoy being a therapist is, is I want to help people understand their vulnerabilities and help people understand why they do what they do. So why are you getting out? Why did you go in the military? Why did you get out? And, and why are you having trouble transitioning right now? I want you to email me. Email me at info at freedomwithintherapy.com. Tweet me at, at vet underscore therapist or on Facebook at Freedom Within Therapy. And let me know if you're having issues transitioning. I'm also on LinkedIn. If you want to find me on LinkedIn, it is, I'm listed under my name in my business, Freedom Within. And let me know if you need help with the transition process. If you just need resources, if you need to be in contact with someone, if you need to be connected or you just need to be supported. 
there's there's so many ways out there to do that. So I hope that this podcast can help you today. Um, I know it was kind of a little bit of a, of a ramble as far as, you know, just the information, but it's so personal. Everyone's transition is so personal. It's hard to cookie cut it. And that's that's when some of these programs, um, when they're not successful, that's why they're not successful, because they're trying to cookie cut the program. They're trying to make everybody do the same thing, go through the same course. And that's what a lot of the military does is that it's a cookie cutter process, whereas a transitional process is more of an individual process. And the programs that are are successful are the ones that say, we're going to help you develop an individualized treatment plan. We're going to help you develop a treatment plans that have goals that are measurable and that are specific. And so we have these, this, this set of goals called SMART goals because we want you to accomplish and create the goal that you want to set, not just say everyone goes through this, this resume class, everyone goes through this clothing class, everyone goes through this whatever. So it's an individual process. So in order to help the individual, I need to hear it from the individual. So again, email me, tweet me, Facebook me, and we can be in touch. And I'm 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 just doing therapy now. I'm don't don't I'm not trying to say I'm helping you find a job, but what I can do is I can help point you in the direction of some resources. Uh, share this with someone that has issues transitioning. Share this with someone that is transitioning or will be transitioning in the future. If you're a family member, share this with your your military family or your veteran families and. And again, if you have specific questions about transitioning, look me up, hit me up, and we'll we'll talk about those. Again, thanks for listening today. And um, I'll put another podcast out next week sometime. You take care of yourself. Go out and enjoy your life. And uh, have fun. Y'all have a good day now. Here. Yeah?